Roadshow, episode number 462. My name is John Morgan, and Cole Coffee is with me. However, <laughs> we have relocated across town. Uh, not that far. It's like, what, 15 minutes or something from the house. But we are not at the co- – well, I mean it – was, it was, I was like, do I have to get gas on the way back? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously when you're at the Casa de Cold Coffee, the first step is just to get off the ground. So, like, yeah, that yeah. takes a while. <laughs> and I don't even know how long that takes. I mean, you got to get through the estate itself. But Once getting through the gate, you're like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Once you get through that spacious ground, then you make your way over here to where the uh, – Durango dead ends into the desert over here at the uh, the Morgan household. So appreciate you making the trip over here. My wife is actually volunteering for the uh, the Super Bowl committee, and so because of that, I had to get home immediately after uh, media day, and uh, just I guess I, well, I mean he's he's sitting right over there, but I my kid's eleven, he's about to be twelve. I'm sure at some point, yep. You're supposed to let him just kind of, hey, he's fine on his own. He'll be there by himself. But I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Well, I'll let you slow play it. He, he's there. He's there now. But it's <laughs> good. It's good. I mean, well, the fact that you have you have a career and same with, you know, your wife, you're able to kind of be home, which is great. That's a nice luxury. But, you know, when I, you know, luckily I had brothers and sisters. So, like, my dad always worked shift work. So, there were times I get off school and I wouldn't see him till like the next day because he'd go to work at like four to midnight. So after time, after school, it was like say if I did like an activity, right? He was gone, you know, and so it wasn't like I'd stay up to midnight or anything like that. But I had somebody there. But um, yeah, I mean, he's getting he's getting to that point, but it's good. But you have the luxury you can be here, for the you most know, part, which yeah, is yeah. nice. I mean, so I mean, you're still kind of making up for for years lost, time lost, or whatever. But um. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, and plus at some point, you know, you got to give your kids that leeway that they can, uh, you know, sneak friends or girls over when you're not hey, here. Hey, 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 hey. You know, hey, so I mean, like, hey, that's part of growing up. Hey. That's part of growing up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not put any ideas in his head just yet. I'm sure he's going to get them. Uh, all right, listen, we will talk about. Uh, well, I see all the ladies hanging around him. I see all the young ladies hanging around him. You know, he's got a little, he's got a little riz, as they like to say. He's got a little that, riz. I have no idea what Oh, that no, is. It, oh, see, you, I, if I didn't have a kid, I wouldn't know. Either. What does that mean? Well, th- that would kind of be like some swag or whatever. Oh, you know, okay. he's got some. Ri- what, yeah, exactly. Oh, what? is that what it is? It's short for charisma? Short for charisma. Kids. They come up with this stuff, huh? It's so ridiculous. We're getting old. Like, well, it's the same thing when I always joke, like when people say, oh, man, that's cap. I'm like, what's cap mean? It's like, oh, lie. I was like, oh, okay, so you replaced a three letter word with another three letter <laughs> word. That sounds completely ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, that don't make any sense. But I, I can see that where Riz is short for charisma. I'm, I can, I can. That is true, right? Like, if you're going to come up with some new words, like, it should always just be shorter than the other yeah. one, right? Like, like if it's or what's longer the point? or the same, what's the why point? wouldn't you just use the word that was there? And especially if you're using a word that already has a meaning. Like, you're saying, like, you know, I forgot my cap at a thing. I was like, oh, you forgot your lies. No, no, I forgot my <laughs> I forgot my actual cap, you know. It's just silly. But, like, Riz, I can see where it's like, okay, yeah, I mean, he that's, got that. That's he got actually that good they, they, they get some love for that one. Even though swag is kind of – swaggers, yeah, is another – nice little replacement charisma is a tough one but it's christmas such a cooler sounding word it's <laughs> i mean it's sounding word. but whatever but yeah uh so yeah that's you got the kids so you're getting the you're getting the slang and the, all the I, the new terms I get filled in i yeah, get i get to know all about it that was new for me i was like i have no idea what you're saying over there <laughs> got that riz i'm like okay. i like the fact that you're willing to admit it not yeah. just try to play along nah. uh, all right we'll talk about usc fight night 235 and i actually went to media day today i know bro i figured okay so listen uh, I got there and I was like, man, I don't feel like I, 
I haven't done this in a while, and I, and I haven't really been paying attention. I mean, I knew like January. Um, I didn't go to the Toronto show. There were only two yeah. shows. One I was, was in, was, yeah. yeah, there was only two shows. One was in Vegas, one was in Toronto. I didn't make the trip to Toronto. There was one here, and I can't remember what happened. There was some reason I couldn't do the media day for that one. Um, but then I started looking back, and, and as far if I trust my iCal, which I, I, I try to put everything into my calendar, uh, that's kind of what I use to just keep everything organized, uh, I think it was November. The, the November 8th was the last media day I was there. Bro, that's like – Two plus months without a media day. That's yeah. Uh, she missed multiple years. I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah, was that long. So we'll talk about that. I mean, it felt felt good to be. Hey, it felt good to be back. I'll be honest. I well, and, it. and and don't be remiss by telling not telling people about how you got welcomed back by staff, by managers. <laughs> they came in there like John's back. Look at this. Look like oh, look I was like back. damn. I guess it has been a while. I, huh? That was. I thought that was pretty funny. They were like, oh, Mr. Morgan's back. I was like, yep. See, that's, that's, see? I'm still around. I'm still around. <laughs> uh, listen, I had, uh, had had a busy week last week. It was was um you know t- technically an off week for the UFC but we stayed busy we had the debut CFFC Muay Thai event uh if you haven't had a chance to check that out uh please do it was on our, our OnlyFans account but I-, I just noticed actually um they're all being posted to the CFFC YouTube channel right now as well they're actually as we speak as we sit down to record this they're all kind of being uh, premiered like one by one so if you, if you want to check out the CFFC Muay Thai product uh, definitely do that, I, and uh, it was a fun show. It was it was a good show. I enjoyed it. It was the the start. I think we've got. I think we're gonna do like five this year. So we've already started planning some more of them. Uh, we're gonna make some tweaks. We you know we talked about what we liked and what we didn't like, and we're gonna make some changes and and trying to get it better. But um, super cool, super cool debut, and you can watch the replays of that now. I I gotta tell you, bro. So we did the we did the show on Wednesday. Uh, as usual, last week when I was down in Miami. So I made two trips to the East Coast last week, right? Uh, luckily, dude, travel to me has been pretty good. You know, even though I've been, you know, staying pretty busy, like I haven't had really any issues, nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I try not to complain or anything like that. But I had one, and this is crazy, and I wanted I wanted to tell you about it because in all the flying I've ever done, I've never had this happen to me before. Yeah. And I want to I, I, I want to ask if you've ever heard this, right? So this was the day after we sat down to record the show last week from Miami. I was flying back. Uh, I had a really tight connection. I was flying from Miami back to Vegas. I had a really tight connection in Dallas, right? So I get there in the morning. What are you saying, like 45 minutes? Yeah, probably, yeah, about 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, That's tight for about Dallas. 45. Now, it, the, we'll get to there. I got incredibly lucky because as the plane landed, uh, and, and if anybody that knows Dallas, you're right, Dallas is massive. You yeah. can get around it pretty quick. But it's just huge. You so have if to you're, transit. If you're, if you're, if even if you're in the same terminal, it takes some walking time. Yeah. Well, I got incredibly lucky because uh, my one of the flights, I can't remember if it was my arriving or my departing, got moved. But we flew into A20 and we're flying out of A24. Oh. Four gates apart. That's ridiculous. In, in, uh, ridiculous, yeah. right? That's ridiculous. So anyway, all right. So we're we're in Miami. We board the plane. We're sitting there for a little while. Next thing you know, we're, you know, we're sitting on the ground a while. That happens, right? I mean, it's kind of normal. Um, but after about half an hour of sitting on the ground, and I knew it was pretty tight, but I wasn't sweating it because, you know, listen, man, nowadays they build in extra time, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, because they want those on-time percentages, yeah. so there's always extra time there. You're going to make it up. You're going to be fine. But we get on there, and the pilot comes on, and he says, uh, guys, just to update you on what's going on here, he was like, uh, air traffic control has us taking a, uh, a, a southern, or no, has us taking a northern route, 
where I, I believe there's going to be some weather, and I don't believe it's necessary for us to fly that way. He was like, I think this aircraft should be taking a southern route and not dealing with that weather whatsoever. And so, and I'll never forget this because he said, so we're having a you-know-what match uh, to figure <laughs> out. And I'm like, I'm like, what? You're arguing with air traffic control over which way we should get to Dallas? I was like, all right. Yeah. And then we sit there like another 15 or 20 minutes, and he comes back on, and he's like, hey, uh, well, just to update you, he was like, I, I did my best, but air traffic control won. Uh, so we're going to be taking that northern road. They're, they are re-downloading the data into the system now for our flight path, and it'll be just a few minutes, and we'll get off the ground. And so we end up being like an hour late, just grounded, because the pilot is arguing with air traffic control over which way we should fly the plane. Yeah. And on the one hand, let me say that I guess I commend the pilot because – you know, our safety, I guess, is his primary concern. And if he wants to avoid some weather, then I should commend him for that. But yeah. on the other hand, isn't that air traffic control's job? Like to like tell yeah. you like, bro, this path is just fine for you. It's all good. Yeah. So anyway, that happens. We do take off. There are so many people late. Like, dude, as soon as the th it, so they did come on and make the announcement. You've heard the announcement. You know, guys, we've got a lot of people with tight connections. If yeah. you don't have a tight connection. Get, yeah. You know, that never works. Never works. Never works. But because at that point everybody everybody gets up because they're like, this is going to be a rush. They're like, we're it. all late. Well, and, and I think everybody wasn't because, dude, like we landed and you know you're supposed to like wait for the little things. Nobody wait. Like as soon as the plane pulled up to the gate, now nobody nobody got off while it was taxing. But yeah. I mean, the second it stopped, like two thirds of the plane jumped up and everybody's like, I'll leave in ten minutes. I'll leave in five minutes. I my so. Now, me, I'm like, I leave in 10 minutes. Uh, by the time I landed, I had 10 minutes, and I was like, the door might be closed already, but, yeah. but I only need to go four gates over. So I sprinted, I ran, I made it over pretty quick. They actually pulled back five minutes early, so uh, I, I did miss it. And it wasn't the biggest oh, deal. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I, mi I missed it. by. I mean, I could see the plane literally, like, taxiing backwards from the gate. Um, and so literally, it only it only – delayed me like two and a half hours like because you know miami to or from dallas to vegas pretty common yeah you know common route so it, it it only delayed me about two and a half hours which is not a huge deal and i'm not complaining that much but i am complaining because why are you arguing with air yeah. i've never heard that and i guess yeah. I, that's a, that's a new one for I've me i've never heard that i well i wonder though i mean because usually the the pilots most of that stuff they those flight routes are already done beforehand yes but i'm just wondering if the if so the pilot's saying like my route's already been done, and now you're coming at me with a new adjusted route. For the fact of him saying that it had to be downloaded, so that's or whatever, so they had to update what was already plugged in. So right. that sounds like something was changed after it was initially set up. Yeah. So that could have been the fact that a change came, and the the towers like, well, you know, shit's happening. We gotta we gotta send you this route instead of your initial whatever. And then he probably came back and said, well, if you're gonna change it. How about we change it and keep it south and then them going back and forth or whatever. But you're right. I mean, like the the pilot, I appreciate what he was trying to do, but you're right. I mean, the the, the tower sees That's, all the different routes yeah. going in there. But, I mean, he probably, you know, you never know. I mean, I know some people that have done the, the air traffic control and they might not be the sharpest birds. So you never know. So I wonder if maybe his experience, I wonder if his experience was like, <laughs> you know, like maybe they're – 
maybe they're willing to take some input if you give the right input where the guy's like, okay, well, I just made a decision, you know, this is this. Where maybe if you maybe you speak the right language, you're like, okay, you're right. In this say in this instance, you're probably right. But if it was a weather one, I'm sure the the air traffic controller was juggling a bunch of different shit and was probably over it at that point. But it sucks that it took that long for them for the for one to finally just say, okay, we can't come to agreement. We'll go to the, we'll go to your choice or whatever. But unbelievable. It was a um, new one to me. I guess you know. Yeah, I've never I've never heard. I've, and if anything like that happened before, I, you certainly wouldn't hear the. Uh, I've never heard a flight or somebody representing the airline argue, saying that they're arguing with like somebody else at the airport you know that's either they'll make up to say there's maintenance thing or there's weather or there's something maybe just say all right well we're being held back because of um the weather in yep. on location so they're not letting us take off we don't care about whether you're in the northern route or the southern route we just want to get to the destination <laughs> so if you tell us you know hey sorry we got to hang here i'm gonna be like okay it's the weather. It happens all the time. You know, we get it. But to hear you say, yeah, I'm, I'm arguing with them, you know, this and that. Because then now, since he lost, they look like they like he caused the problem. Yeah. And it might not have been that case. Who I, knows? I guess I appreciate his commitment to safety. And I yeah. guess I appreciate his honesty as well because it would be real easy and to that's, say, and like, that's in like another thing too. Yeah. Some, but, yeah. but it still pissed me off. Yeah, I bet. You know, uh, yeah. They're lo- and <laughs> it's so funny because, yeah, most people – that travel a lot, that, uh, you know, like to throw it in your face sometimes, probably would have made a post about it and just be like, oh, oh my travel life is so hard. I got I got, <laughs> I got held back and then this and, you know. and uh, But you're right. At least it was on the way back. It's one thing when you're going to, say, a work or something on the ground when you're trying to get there. At least you know you're just getting home, you yep. know, and it's not yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, it's things are taken care of. It's not like you have somebody – Waiting for you, or like you know, my dog's been locked up for twelve hours. I right. need to get home, type nah, thing. Just, you know, just like, want to come home and hang with the family. Yeah. You know what I mean. But uh, no, that's it's. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, man, you're traveling more than you were ever before. It's crazy. I am. Yeah. It's it's just shorter trips, but I, I am. I'm actually uh, I actually leave tomorrow to go to North Carolina. We've got the final uh, CFSC match day event of the year. So uh, I'll actually be on the mic for this one. It is uh, oh. Campbell versus Appalachian State. Uh, Shane Sparks. I'm not sure what the uh, overlap was, but our, our normal commentator was not able to be there, unfortunately, which sucks because he's really good. Like yeah, he's, he's got to fill in good. for Punk since Punk got it. Since <sighs> Punk had to make his exit. I feel bad for that I dude. feel so bad for Punk, man. Yeah. I – for him, I'm, I'm, well, I, I assume most people have seen this, and maybe you haven't, because most some, I mean, some people don't watch wrestling at all. But CM Punk, who just got back to WWE from an arm injury, from an arm injury, and now in his debut match back. Well, take that back. His debut televised match back. He did a couple yeah, of dark matches. Da- yeah, and he, oh, that's right. Where he's done some where they haven't did, and I know he's done uh, what do you call appearances. it appearances. Appearances. Yeah, yeah. But he actually yeah. did two matches that were like dark matches. He did uh, the forum. In was that LA. right around like New Year's Eve or, yep. or Christmas or yep. something like that? Okay, yep. yeah. So I remember I tried finding it on TV because you were putting it out that he was doing something. I tried finding it and I couldn't find it. Yeah. So supposedly somebody's telling me that they're on YouTube because obviously this is in the, in the oh. era of like like after every, the fact. You, you, no, but not like the production. Like there was no production version. Oh. Of it. it was just like it was just like a house show or whatever. Oh, so gotcha. he did a couple, but like one was one was in LA, which he is out there a lot of the time now because he has a house out there, and then. One was Madison Square Garden. He was like, oh, oh, I think Madison Square Garden. That sounds like that because I think that was yeah. the dark one I remember. I tried tuning it's into weird it. Madison believe. Square Garden would be dark, right? That is weird. I don't, I don't know. Understand. But anyway, but yeah, so his first one back, uh, I, I didn't get to watch it live. I was like 
kind of bummed because we were doing Muay Thai at the time. Yeah. And uh, was was hoping to watch it, and I was like, ah, I can't watch. And then uh, started getting reports that a he lost, and then uh, and I was like, oh well, I mean, okay, yeah. And then uh, and then reports that he got hurt, and then it turns yeah, like out a serious he has, injury. Is, and it's the same to, same arm, right? Uh, I think it's the other. Is it the other? I heard it was. Was it the same arm? Could be. I heard I somebody tried that look, was actually. saying it was like the same arm, and that's why it was just like. That's bad. I mean, because, I mean, it'd be I one thing. Not that you want to have it on the same, you know, the other arm and have to go through it again, but to have it happen on the same arm, then you really start thinking like, okay, can I do this again? You know, can I go through that long recovery just to go back into it and, and then injure it at the same one? But then I saw, you know, he's such a showman, and, like, I love what – as much as people will shit on whatever, the, the sport or whatever. So I saw some little bit where the guy, I think that's replacing him or one of the other guys I've seen him, like, argue with – I don't know if this was the guy that he fought in the match. Um, afterwards, he had his arm like all bandaged up or whatever, and like so he was doing another appearance. And him and the guy, I didn't watch the full thing; I just saw the clip. But so they end up getting back into it. He like he slams uh, Punk down and, and like stomps on, on it. I was like, these guys are nuts. Like, granted, they know what they're doing; they can do it like and not hurt each other. Right, but right. still, the still fact that's like, bro. You just hurt your arm, but it's like that's the showman decide. Like the show must go on part, you know, or something. But I feel good for the dude because I mean, yeah, I mean he worked so hard to get back into it, and then you know to have an injury like this, and then to really start wondering, like, am I able gonna be able to do this again? Yeah. But then you know, part of their whole nature of the show is then like this up this guy that stomped on him like was like been clowning on it on social media had like. Like this meme where it was like a punk's return or a punk returning back and it had like a graveyard and it was like 2024 to 2024 or something oh like that. It was God. like his CM Punk's career or something. I was like, <gasps> brutal. And I know they, I, and they're probably boys. Right. You know, they're probably just like doing it, you know, to, you know, just sell the but fight order. But still gotta be like, bro. Oh, you got me good on that one. You got me good. Cause I mean, regardless of, Playing along with her, whatever. That's got a. It's got a sting, man. I'm sure you know that's had to be a huge, huge letdown from him. I, 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 I reached out to him, and it seemed like he was in good spirits because I thought I thought the yeah. same thing. Is it like how bombed do you have to be? I, I was like, I guess the bright side is you already know what the rehab is, so you yeah. either, you know, he was like, you're jackass. Call up the yeah. singer. Yeah, hey. it's me again. I remember the schedule. We'll yeah. do the same thing again. So yeah, I'm bummed for him. I think he's gonna miss. So he wasn't ever gonna do Muay Thai. Obviously, he was competing that night. Uh, or performing, uh, whatever the correct terminology yeah. would be, but um, I think he was supposed to because we're, so we're doing the last wrestling Friday, um, and then we're actually doing MMA again uh, next week in Philadelphia, twenty three hundred arena, and uh, he was supposed to be there, and I think he's he's not going to do that one. No, I think he's got to go get surgery or something. Oh, so, oh yeah, 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 well that makes sense. But you know, the last time he got hurt, it meant we got him for every show because like I was they didn't say, need him, I remember so. he made a pretty quick, re uh, pretty quick uh, return. But yeah, I mean, he can't dilly down on that surgery. He's yeah, got to get, get it done. The faster you get it done, the faster, the faster you, you get, get it done. Back, yeah, you know? fudge. I know. I know he likes Philly, right? Yeah, yeah. For some reason, I feel like he's like he rep. I don't know if he reps Philly, but I know he likes Philly. Yeah, we I mean, we spend a lot of time out there, and obviously, like you know, Paul Felder's out there, and he yeah. likes Paul a lot and stuff. So, yeah, bummed yeah, for him, man. Sucks. I was bummed. I was I was so excited to see him back in WWE, and and uh, yeah. So shout out to CM Punk. Get get well soon. Just I just just got Eli his uh, Roots of Fight gear, man. You know, uh, he just came out with a new partnership with Roots of Fight. Oh, did it? Punk did? Yeah, Punk oh, has a partnership sweet. with Roots of Fight. He has some cool gear, and I just got some gear for Eli. And well, then, you can still rep the gear. I mean, I, I hope that he can, you know, regardless of whatever he decides. I mean, 
you would think that they should keep him around for something, even if it's just commentating, you know, whatever. And then he could always have those storylines where, you know, you used to see guys interact a lot more with, like, the talent guys. And even with him, I think sometimes maybe that was a different organization where the guys calling the show were always, like, sort of there and then were able to be brought into the broadcast, you know. So you could always see him, you know, being there and being able to kind of maybe just tease guys and maybe do something. But he's so good on the mic. He's, he's, you know what he's I mean? killer on the so mic. So good on the mic, know? and he's so, uh, you know, I mean, he just gets the business, man. He yeah. gets the business. So uh, and it's cool to see, like, and they love the fans. Love fans. That, love it's it. It's pretty ridiculous. And it's it's cool to see too, like when he went back over WWE, all the uh, the respect from like some of the athletes over there. You know, obviously he'd been on another our roster, but to come over there and like these yeah. young athletes, and they're like. You know, loving, uh, you know, having him around and seeking his advice and stuff like that, man. It's it's pretty cool. There's a, I wish I could remember her name. There's a girl that is on the WWE roster that there's, like, a picture of them together when she was a when kid. When she was a kid? Oh, meeting, wow. Yeah, meeting CM Punk. And, <laughs> yeah, and then they kind of recreated the picture with them together. Oh, whatever. that's awesome. Yeah, so, like, yeah, she was just, like, a little kid being a fan and, and, uh, and wanting to meet CM Punk, and now they're on the roster together, so – uh, pretty cool. So shout out to Punk. Hopefully uh, he he gets well soon. Yeah, quick recovery. How about Shuff? Did you get a little time off? What'd you what'd you do? I, I stayed crazy busy, but you get a little a uh, little downtime with, yeah. the, with the non UFC week. Yeah, for the most part, just downtime. You know, but you know, gym time never cuts off. You know, in fact, we got the squat rack set up. Squat rack set up, and it's funny. Yeah. Uh, I, I love the fact that Oscar's so close. So yeah, man, we've been <laughs> doing it like we've been getting together a lot of times, like any, anywhere from like five to six days a week on some weeks or something. But yeah, we were doing like did squats yesterday. Uh, we're doing did chest stuff, and then uh, the day before that was like squats and stuff like that. So yeah, we've been doing it like three squats, like like three days a week or something like that. So I'm trying to get him to do some of the other little stuff, but I love it because it's also got the pull up bar and it's got the dip bars and stuff, and I got some bands to like help me. Do it because I can't fucking do a pull up on my own without like a, a resistance band to sort of help. But um, yeah, man, it's been fun. So yeah, I mean, outside of that, it's just been um, yeah, just hanging around the house, working out, trying to just trying to be good. Um, just mapping out, just, just mapping out all your Super Bowl stuff. I'm well, big, big NFL guy uh, over I'm here. Just, Le- I'm just Le- here. Rem- I'm just- remember, as Dana White once said, you know what I mean. You got your you got your NFL reporters up here. Imagine the right hand is up high if you're listening to this in audio version, and then then you got your NBA reporters. Yeah, yeah. yeah then you yeah. got your and my hand is going down the scale MLB, a little bit. MLB, yeah. and he's like, and then down here you got your MMA reporters. Now my hand is as low as it could possibly go. So you have elevated yourself from the low. Yeah. of the MMA reporters that we are to the to the height That's of covering it. the NFL. The su- you don't even mess around. You're like, man, you know, I'm thinking about jumping in the NFL. Why not just go to a Super Bowl? How about that? How about yeah, that? right. I, I could just start at the Raiders game, but I was like, uh, how about we just go, you know, why not just go to the Super Bowl coverage? So, yes. So, uh, next week I'll be um, doing a radio row and doing some random, like, man-on-the-street stuff with the USA Today staff. They reached out. I heard there were some rumblings like they were going to maybe reach out and see what my schedule was like. And I was like, dude, I'm more than happy. When I first uh, first started and helped out, I remember I helped out with some like NF- or NBA like spring game stuff. Um, I think there was random like NFL thing or whatever. I've done the draft or whatever when that came out here. But yeah, um, so planning on some of that stuff. So yeah, next week's gonna be crazy. So I'll be doing the UFC event as well as the Super Bowl. But I'll be doing Super Bowl stuff Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at the. Uh, 
uh, MMA thing Saturday, MMA thing. Unfortunately, uh, I haven't heard from Taylor to see if she's going to invite me to be there on Sunday. Oh, Tay-Tay might oh, have Tay-Tay, you up in the box. You know, uh, it's funny because when I was joking with uh, USA Today and they were talking about, oh, we'll have you either go do this, do this, do this. And I was like, you know, hey, if, if Taylor needs something, she, they're like, oh, would you volunteer for that? If we need <laughs> Taylor, I was like, yeah, I'll be, I'll be Team Tay-Tay follower. I'll, I'll follow her around. Um, You'd be the coolest person in the world to my dude, wife. Dude, I'm my, telling my, you, like, I, I think my, so my nieces and, and nephews would be like, yo, hey. Um, so it'll be interesting. I, I I know she's got some crazy tour stuff, like, good for her, like, being able to tour. She's, like, doing a show in, what, like, Japan, like, the day before, then coming back, going to the event, and then going back over there for tour I, or something. I hope there were still some aisle seats available for her, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right? Like, she booked it late, so I'm not sure what kind of seating is going to be there for her. So I hope that there's only so many first-class seats, and if not, yeah, the, the middle seats back in the back of economy, I just don't know. <laughs> it might get too crowded with her bags, you know, at that point. I gotta um, think, dude, so, so I was actually, so, so I think if I remember remember right she's going from like it's either japan i think it's australia to vegas to japan or it's japan to vegas to australia which by the way i have made that trip before yeah uh, years and years and years ago it was actually when usa today was sold or when mma junkie was sold to usa today and we had to put a freeze on booking any travel and when it was time to book the travel the only flights i could get to go to events in consecutive weeks was going back to la which was insane so i've done that trip um I did do it in economy on, uh, yeah. uh, but I did get an IOC. But I was thinking about that, like, so obviously she's gonna fly private. Uh, it, like, I, like I wonder what the, they'll definitely be like a bed that she can sleep and like, like maybe like like uh, I'm thinking like if it's like IV her own bags, if it's her be, own like, rented like you know what I mean like bird. The, I'm sure there's gotta be like a bed or a suite or something. Of course, and there's gonna there. be like a staff. She'll have like her people too. To she'll have her people there with her. Oh as yeah, well. gotta have the people on there. You know, can you imagine that though? I mean, it's not just like just yeah, like even yeah, because you're right. It's not even gonna be like. Oh, just jumping on a private plane. It's going to be like there's people tending to her. Like, everybody has to be quiet on the whole flight. <laughs> well, you never know. she's got to rest. Well, she's got to rest. And they're going to they're gonna give her like an IV But you know she's going to have her gonna... girls with her, and they're probably just going to be, I would imagine, after a show and then knowing that she can just party for a little bit, sleep, because it's a long flight. Right. Get some sleep, have some fun with her girlfriends, and then uh, kick it in Vegas. She might just go hard. She might just come in. <laughs> we might have rare form Taylor Swift. <laughs> And I'm here for it, man. I love it. It's funny. I mean, I think the Chiefs are a good team. I mean, I think the uh, the 49ers is a good team. I mean, if I had to pick the two, I love the fucking Kelsey store. I love uh, Patrick Mahomes. I think it's badass. I've never really – I don't have much about the, the Niners to like – I'm like, oh, so yeah. like – Call me Team Tay-Tay on this one. I mean, uh, I'll go for the guys in red, even though they're both in red. Um, I just – I love that story. I know a lot of people are almost – it almost feels like they're getting uh, – oh, it's the Chiefs again. You know, yeah, it's yeah, Mahomes yeah. again. They're getting that, like, little tedious, like, oh. So I can see where a lot of people are – Like Lions-Ravens would have been cool just to, like – Because it's, it's too, so different. Yeah, you yeah. never – you would never think I, – I was pretty – I did feel bad for the, the, the Lions fans, man. They've been working so yeah. hard. I mean, the Ravens, yeah, but, like, Detroit, I mean, that was, like, the team. That was, like, the one that I was, like, holy cow. If they make it, what a story that is. I mean, that 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 those fans have been dying for it. I mean, I, it was – it's one thing when you see fans really, really take it hard. I mean, that one after they lost, like, when they were painting some of the crowd shots, dudes, grown-ass men weeping yep. in the stands. And I was, like, holy cow, yep. you know, like – and you just felt like all of Detroit was probably weeping silently, but there were a few that took it hard, and I was like, man, I can see that. 
Yeah, they they they've uh, been a long punished franchise. A long one, you know. And so in this one, I feel I would feel almost like so I could see where the Niners people are like, dude, it's been forever. You know, I don't know if they've been there before. I'm sure they probably have. Oh yeah, they've been there yeah, plenty yeah. of times. Now yeah. I'm thinking about who's been at the Niners, but it's been a while. Um, but yeah, I mean, I have no problem just saying like I give two shits about these teams, so I'm gonna root for Taylor's team. <laughs> I'm rooting for Taylor's <laughs> team in this one. So uh, it'd be interesting, but yeah, uh, I don't I don't envision my uh, Super Bowl coverage is gonna see uh, see Taylor anywhere around. I think I'm gonna keep her away from the media. Oh, there's um, no way. Yeah. So it'd be pretty funny, but yeah, it's funny because you like see she people just talk like, through Radio Row. Way too many grown ass men are way too triggered by the fact that during these games they show Taylor like bro the they're, they're stars gonna, on the planet it's, dude. it's crazy like they're gonna show fans who cares they go back like I've seen them go to a cute girl sitting in the stands like yeah. multiple times so the fact that this one is completely winning that life and like just crushing it it is weird how you're, many people you're get mad, like, like offended by grown ass men like completely upset about it I'm like what is wrong with you like you're that upset because they're showing Taylor Swift, one of the biggest stars in the world, at her boyfriend's game. I'm like, that Come doesn't on. make any sense, bro. Like, just relax, so, you know. So, uh, hey, you know, so, dude, my wife is, like, hardcore Swifty. She could break down, oh, yeah. like, everything. But I will say, I, I'm, I'm I'm, certainly not following the saga quite that close, but obviously oh, yeah. I hear that. But is it the, the saga? Uh, like, what, you mean the fact no, just their yeah, dating? Yeah, just, oh, just okay, the yeah, relationship yeah. and all that or whatever. But, uh... I did like the uh, shirtless Jason Kelsey that was awesome. chugging beer, and then I guess like they did. I, I think I mean from what I understand, like they do a podcast. It's like those incredible numbers. Where like I think it's one of the top podcasts yeah. in the world now. Both guys seem like they have a really really good sense of humor, and like they they do well. Well, did you see this clip where Jason Kelsey was? I guess that was the first time he had met Taylor, and he's oh, like shit. shirtless really? chugging beer, and he's like. She, hey, he's like, there's nowhere to go but up from there. You yeah. know, she's like, once you've seen this side of me, like, hey, now you know. That's probably because, like, there was a point where I saw in that clip where he was taking some pictures, you know, picking up, and he was all, like, bare-chested, probably still had beer <laughs> on him. And then there were some people, he was like, they were like, can you get Taylor, get Taylor. And he was just like, so he go to the window, he's like, Taylor, <laughs> you know, come <laughs> Stand here and take a picture so I can she's see where like, she's like, you yo, doing? you're not supposed to do that, you know, where I'm sure, like, the, as more times uh, go, that he'd get the gist of it, you know, but it, I, I just thought it was kind of funny because I saw that, and, like, he seems like, both the brothers seem, like, very, very down to earth, and especially him, he was just, like, he was so happy for his brother, it was like, how can you not be happy for the yeah. family at that moment, but it was just, I just got a real kick out of that because, like, obviously somebody didn't, like, sort of, like, hey, hey, Whatever you do, the fans are going to ask to see Taylor. Just kind of leave her just alone. Ignore just it, ignore it, right? Like, just ignore it. it. Yeah. He's like, hey, hey come over Taylor. here. I got a picture. <laughs> that's great. That sounds like some dump that I would yeah. do. You know what I mean? Like, that's it's pretty awesome. So, yeah, I mean, boy, this town. Uh, and it's crazy because, like, uh, as much as – I mean, there were people bitching about how they were setting up in front of the, the fountain, so you can't see the fountains. But right. the impact uh, – F1 is very – the feel of town from F1 coming in town and the feel of town from the Super Bowl coming into town is very, very different. Much different. I have not heard of anybody that is upset about the Super Bowl coming. I'm excited. I know most people I've interact with are just excited for the positive influence that it's felt. You know, I'm sure yep. there's going to be people griping about something. I'm sure after the fact we're going to hear about something that wasn't handled right in order to make it happen. Those things happen to something yep. this big. But um, I'm stoked, man. Um, 
you know, my family's been joking about like, hey, have you found us tickets yet? And I'm like, yeah, you going to shell out ten grand? I was like, well, we can find you tickets. Well, yeah, if you got ten grand to see, you we know, got you. It's ridiculous, you know, uh, the price of this stuff. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy to see it come uh, in town. I'm happy to. Uh, and you know, we're in the rotation now. Now, yeah. you know, we're every, like every five years or something. Now. Dude, I mean, like right after they got a legion done, boom, we had we were gonna have the uh, draft like right away. But if it wasn't for was it COVID that upset yep, it or whatever, yep. like shit would have already been happening so i love the fact that the nfl got over the whole you know we don't want to be associated with vegas because of the grambling and blah 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 and they they finally got over that hump and now you're absolutely right i feel like we're now in the rotation like 100 why not like i think Who doesn't i want to say fight to night yeah and and at night when they're shooting some of that stuff some of the backdrop stuff in the background is going to look so cool and i mean yeah i mean people people are coming out early to enjoy the town go to the Super Bowl festivities and some of the other stuff during the week, kicking it in Vegas, topping it off with a big event on Sunday, and then taking the ass on home, you know? What a cool spot to go. I mean, and the weather's good. Well, I will say, oh next week God. there's supposed we to be give our weather po- update. possible uh, rain for like a few of the days. Oh, really? Yeah. I was going to say. Granted, the shit comes and goes, but, um, I know but yes, let's give in. them the weather I, I know people tune in to get the weather update. Here's your Vegas weather. It has been 70 degrees in January, like every day. spring. Oh, I love it. Tomorrow we're supposed to drop back down. I think today was the last day. I think tomorrow it starts. And I say drop because the people that are actually still experiencing cold shit. It's going to drop back down to the 50s, I think, is the, <laughs> the highs of the 50s. So, I mean, we might get the lows in the oh, 40s yeah, yeah, or whatever. See, by, by next Super Bowl weekend, it's going to be like in the 40s. So, no, I mean, yeah. it's still not crazy, though. Which is nothing. I mean, like, 40s out here is different than 40s in a place with, like, a lot of – when you have a lot of particip- uh, precipitation in the air, <laughs> Something like it, makes it, it makes it feel colder than, than, like, here, I believe. So, um no, like our 40s feel good, but yeah, this past few days oh, is absolutely gorgeous. ridiculous. I didn't look at the the weather one of the days, and I was like, I'm gonna go out and walk. So I put my sweats on. I grabbed like a sweatshirt, and I walked out the front door. I was like, Oh hell no! I was like, Let me go back inside here and switch this out. It felt so good. So yeah, uh, it's gonna drop back down, but it's been uh, it's been fantastic. But yeah, next week, out of the very few days of rain that we get here supposedly during a super bowl week it's we're supposed to get some uh, rain boo. yeah well, so. sorry folks you missed it you're, you're off by a week you should have been <laughs> yeah, here off by week. <laughs> all right usc fight night 235 is taking place this weekend uh you and i will both be there i'm gonna fly to north carolina for cfsc match i'm gonna fly back on saturday so i'll miss the weigh-ins on friday but i will be here on saturday i basically come straight from the airport to uh the event uh i think listen if we're being honest i think everybody kind of went into today not really looking incredibly forward to the media day, if I'm just being honest. Um, and, and for a number of reasons. I mean, number one, the card isn't the greatest on paper. Um, uh, you know, a meaningful main event in, in the middleweight division with Roma Delice versus Nasruddin Yamavov. Um, and uh, a good fight at lightweight. The co-main event, I think, is one that a lot of people are excited about. Hinata Moicano versus Drew Dober. I like the welterweight clash between Randy Brown and Musum Salikov yeah, as well. That should be banging. So I think the top three fights are all, are all meaningful. Um, Natalia Silva, Viviana Arujo. Arujo kind of slows things down sometimes, so we'll, we'll see how things play out in the match. But Natalia Silva, you know, is 4-0 in the UFC. She yeah. seems like one to watch. But um, anyway, so I think everybody kind of came into the day saying, ah, all right, whatever. A lot of foreign speakers, not a yeah. lot of big matchups. And not that, not, again, again, I always like to preface this or, or add the caveat. When I say foreign speakers, it's not that, you know, again, oh, everybody needs to speak English. No, it's just – 
the interviews aren't quite as compelling when they go yeah. through a, a translator. Twice you know? as long. I mean, yeah. like you, you have to wait for the translation. So it's sometimes, you know, picking up on that moment. Once you hear something, it kind of loses that yeah. moment a little bit. Um, but I will say, too, you know, like plus part of me going into this and I, I know we kind of joked in beforehand. This is like the first of like the next 11 or 12, whatever, yeah, 13, 14 weeks. Run. This is the start of the run. So everybody was just like. Man, the break's over. Yeah. You know, like here we go January back was, at it. You know, easy. so like yeah, January was like a, a, just a blessing. It was like, oh my god, this is incredible. We get like weeks off, like and 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 let's be honest. So it's the start of this long stretch. And oh by the way, in that stretch is included USC two ninety eight. Yep. USC two ninety nine. Yep. And USC three hundred. Yep. Which are spectacular cards. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like. Those are the ones that we got our eyeballs yeah. on, and we're just like, yeah. can't wait for that. Well, I'm sure we're getting to it, and we'll get it as it gets closer. But you know, and you're, you're talking about these spectacular cards. So we're still waiting to see what the what's going to be at the top of the bill at 300. Well, it has to be Connor, right? It ha- what what else? What what other rabbit can you pull out of a hat right now that ends up being as? I mean. A UFC 300 headline. It's got to be Connor, right? I mean, that would be up there. I mean, a lot of people said, you know, Drickus and Izzy would be another one they want to possibly see. But, I mean, like, because it's got to be a title fight. It's got to be, be a something. Title fight. Um, you know. Uh, Unless it's Connor. It doesn't have to be a title it's Connor. fight. If it's Connor, Connor, you know, Connor's- even Joan, Jones and Stipe doesn't even sound that great. But I mean, like people want to see Jones fight. But I mean, I think if you saw Jones come back, if Jones and the right opponent, but it seems like Jones and Stipe are set on fighting each other. Um, but how could you not? If you put that on the card, you have to make that the main event. But it yeah. just doesn't. It doesn't carry as much oomph as like a return of Connor. Um, would I like it more than maybe the GDP and Izzy? I think. Possibly, but I, I think the heat that you're going to get from that fight week is going to be absolutely could be ridiculous. Oh my God, you know, be it could be either way. I mean, I did think Izzy sort of like took a nice high road after the fact and like congratulated him, yeah, you yeah. know, and said the right things. I was like, okay, cool. Doesn't mean there's going to be like that on fight week oh, or no. whatever. But um, you know, I could see that fight possibly. But I mean, the Connor one would be good. But I mean, um. I don't understand why we wouldn't have already known about it by now. Like, what are we waiting for? Like, there's nothing that's barring it outside of anything. Like, there's no injury. There's no whatever. It seems to fit the timeline of doing the six months or whatever. Like, yep. everything's sort of in line. So, is it just uh, is it the matter? I know a lot of people said possibly Connor. You know, Connor was like the other day was like, you know, I think it'd be great to round out, you know, 300 or put me on that. And I've heard people say, you know, I want to say it was Mike Bond or some of the other guys chatting on this this week, spinning back click. Connor doesn't like to share points. And if you have a bunch of other title, you have, you have other champ, champions on it, you're sharing points, you know. And if he's coming in and feeling like he's the complete A side, I could see where there's a possible argument where the UFC's like, okay, if we can't remove somebody if it comes to the point, he might be asking for a certain dollar amount to uh, give well, him what his normal point okay, take-in would be. I, hold on, but that – okay, but let me say – Connor isn't sharing points with anybody. His points are guaranteed. Right. So the UFC might not want because he takes such a significant exactly. portion. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So the UFC doesn't right. want Connor and other people. And other that's people. That's true because right. – and, and that's and that's why – you've seen it. That's why Connor who knows gets what his away. amount is. He takes a bigger chunk yeah. than anybody else, so – you're right. You start, you start adding, adding all more. those chunks in it's there. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Just to be clear, because yeah. I want to yeah. make sure people realize it's not that like there's a pool that Connor would have to split with other people, right? Or right. So, but but it would take away from the UFC's profits. One hundred percent. So you're right about that. 
I, I don't know. I, it's you got to think it's got to be. I mean, they got to get that thing announced quickly, man. It's got to be. It's got to be this week. But right? I mean, what's crazy now is like people, even with what's been listed, people are like, "This sucks." A lot of people are saying like, you know, you've been tell, you've been telling us, you know, this card was going to be the end all be all, and a lot of people seem to be shitting on it, you know. Um, and I'm just wondering if the Connor fight gets booked, does that fix everything? Would that fix it for the people yes. that are are bitching? It's got to be right. It has to. Dude, anybody – Does it matter who he's fighting let me to just make go, it? Let me just go ahead and, and use this segue. Yeah. Speaking of shitting on, uh, I know a lot of people uh, with the Vince McMahon th- – Oh, no. Um, oh. <laughs> I didn't go there, but yeah, that, you, you no, brought me right but, there. But it was, there. It was I'm funny. here for it. It was funny because I know a lot of people were speculating that Brock Lesnar might be on the card. I never thought that was a realistic possibility under any stretch of the imagination. But, yeah. you know, people – That's what I think the problem was is, is that I think people were thinking too – Fantasy style with this card. But did Dana set that up though? Probably because Dana, of what he said. Because dude, the been, card yeah. is, dude, you can't the tell me the card. Zhang Weili Yan Shanan is a great fight. I People understand shit, not a main event. It's shit a great on that fight. It's I a think great it's fight. an absolutely incredible fight. It's the fight, fight. These, they have history with each other. It's the all Chinese right. thing. It would be cool. Uh, I actually, you know, uh, I think it's a great fight. Justin Gaethje versus Max Holloway. Sit down. If you don't like that fight, you don't you don't like MMA. Let's get out of here. Uh, Charles Oliveira, Armin Sarukin, great fight. Yuri Prohaska, Alexander Rakic, a great fight. Calvin Cater, Aljamain Sterling, super intriguing with the former champ moving up. Bo Nickel versus Cody Brunage. I know a lot of people think that's a, a Bo Nickel squash match, but you're seeing Bo Nickel in there. Obviously, Cody Brunage doesn't feel that way. Davison Figueredo versus Cody Garbrandt. That is awesome. The addition of Holly Holm versus Kayla Harrison. Come on. I love that fight. Sadiq Yusuf, Diego Lopez. Come on. Jessica Andrade, Marina Rodriguez. That's a fun fight. Bobby Green, Jim Miller. Come on, man. I mean, and then the, and the rumor of uh, Leon Edwards and Bilal Muhammad. And, and Leon Edwards, Bilal Muhammad. Oh, and yeah. I'm now. What are you thinking? Like, so say that is on there as well. That's twelve fights. Right. I'm thinking three hundred could still round out to fourteen or fifteen fights. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so if they add one more title fight, there's that's thirteen, and then like who are they? I mean, well. There's no guarantee they're going to do two more, but I, for me, the the way that this card has been feeling out, like, and as big as they made it feel, I felt like it was going to be bigger in terms of numbers as well, like the amount of fights. Right. Like you can't just do a 12, 12 fight card and be like, there you go, guys, that's that big event we were talking about. Like they, they're going to go big, um, and I wonder if they can't get the Connor one. Is it a matter of still stacking like two or three more fights, and then Dana saying, look, see, it's the biggest pay per view we put on in terms of, like, event-wise that we've done for whatever. But you start getting a bunch of championship fights, a bunch of five-round fights, that makes that end of the night go really, really long. It does. And we already got – well, if the if the, if the Edwards-Muhammad's on there, just that, BMF and Yan and uh, Zhang fight, that's three five-round fights right there. If the, the – And then I'm sure Connor's going to – if Connor wasn't there, I'm sure you'd say, I want it to be five rounds. Five I rounds. I don't want three rounds. I wonder, too, you know, so Dana said, like uh, – it's a, we're building card like we've never built before. Yeah. I did wonder if, like, maybe there was a situation where, like, well, Zhang Weili and Yan Zhanan is actually, like, on the prelim somewhere so that it airs in a better time. Oh, but that's real bad. You, you know, Even now, because I'm looking at the way the topology laid it out, they show them and put it at, at starting the prelim – or starting the main event, starting, starting the, the main, main card. card. For me, 
I get it, but that I feel that's disrespectful to put like a fight. Like I like the Yuri Prochaska and Alexander Rakic fight. Yeah, yeah. That shouldn't be no, higher up no, 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 than like that but, belt fight. But I just wonder, like, but, but wouldn't that wouldn't that not be kind of cool to be like, let's say it was okay. I know that sounds weird, like okay, quote unquote, the prelims. Yeah. But it would air at a more suitable time in China. In China. You know what I mean? And so then it's like, so it's like, yeah, we've never done a card like this where we have a title fight on the prelims, on the early prelims, and then we have a title fight on the prelims, and then we have two title fights on the main card instead of trying to do, like, four – now, I don't know if that's what they're thinking, but – It's 8.18 in the morning right now in China. Right. So, This is normally, right about the time uh, – you, you normally – This would be – This would 3.30 be, would be the first fight normally. The, this is going to say, we're, we just started the prelims, yep. you know, so even if it, if it was the first card of the main event or whatever, we're still looking at another – Four or five hours that puts it in uh, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, noon to or about two o'clock or so. Yeah, that's yeah. nice prime early time for that. That's not bad for for China. See, like because if you try to put it on at eight in the morning, they're gonna shit. They're gonna be like, you can't give us. What, eight what in if the you morning. do this? What if you do? All right, now again, this is complete fantasy, but I'm, I'm sitting here thinking like, so what if you do this? Early prelims close with Zhang Weili versus Yan Zhanan. So normally that would be a 5.30 p.m. fight here, right? Yeah. So over there, that would be like 9.30 in the morning, right? The all-China fight airs at 9.30 in the morning in China. That's a suitable time, right? Then you add Leon versus Bilal, but that closes the prelims. So that fight airs at a, at a more suitable time in the U.K. instead of them having to stay up until – four in the morning like at that point it would probably air at like midnight or one o'clock in in london time so then the uk it would air and then you close the night with the bmf title fight justin gaethje max holloway and conor mcgregor versus michael chandler it's a pretty stellar card that would be dope right and now around the world it's airing in more you know appropriate times and i think you make a lot of people happy I'm just saying. Yeah, that's how I would do it. It may sound crazy. But I think that's how I would do it. <laughs> it'd be pretty. It'd be pretty good. I, I'm, and and people crapping on. Uh, well, I think it's just the people that just hate women's MMA. Like, yep. people coming out were were against that the the Yan fight and and Wei Li fight. It's just ridiculous. I mean, like they it's were like fight. they're like, oh, I can't believe that that card should be on 300. That should be on like on a different event somewhere or whatever. I'm like. That's the perfect fight to put on that fight. That fight is going to be so incredible. Like, have you never watched these two ladies fight? Like, they literally beat the shit yes. out of their opponents. Like, it's going to be. And they used to train together. They Dude. started together. So there's a little history between the two. I mean, the, the pride of the country. I mean, they're neither one of them is going to take a back step. I mean, it's going to be an incredible fight. I mean, I think it's going to be probably better than some of the other fights on the main card, to be honest. I agree. So, yeah, I, I just – so tired. I just People are just shitting on the card, and I just feel like – and I think it's just because, yeah, maybe they're just literally diehard homers for, like, say, if it's a Connor or something. Or maybe already – some of them I just feel like I don't know if Connor will fix it because I think they just were thinking that Dana set it up so high. He set the bar – the expectations for the bar to be so high that nothing would fix it. Well, that's what I think. I feel, I feel like they're thinking, and like I said, almost like fantasy matchmaking. Like this is some, like – Weird New Year's Eve show where like Brock is back and and Ronda's back. Ronda's back. Fedor, they finally signed Fedor. You know what I mean? And How just, many memes did you see coming out of that? Well, maybe that's because they were talking about a boxing or something. Yeah, like, yeah I've, I've seen like more Fedor stuff than anything. Hongman I mean, Choi is here, and Jose seen, Canseco is back. Remember and, what happened when Bellator? Well, granted, PFL's pacing kind of gets a little bit weird, but remember when they put on like five or six title fights on a main card? How long and so dragged long. out? It was ridiculous. So long. So I mean, like, I think what's the most the UFC's ever done? Three. Three. 
like when we start if you get above that like it's as much lot. as people want it like understand how much that stretches out that show it slows the show down it's ridiculous you know so getting a connor one even if say if they get the 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 leon edwards Bala muhammad on there so there there's three fights if you count the bmf as a title fight mm-hmm. that's three title fights if you add the connor that's four title fights uh it's going to be a long night just with that. And yeah. I mean, I, I still feel like they're going to add on this card. And if they don't get Connor on it, um, I mean, are people going to be happy if they do get the Bilal? I mean, I, I, I just, and I, and man, I love Leon and I love a lot, both of them, man. I think yeah. they're stand up dudes. I think they're great fighters and I'm excited for that fight. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't think people, people are going to shit ha- on it as being be the main event. Headlines USC 300. It's so shitty. People are not going to be, uh, and, and, and is it just because it they don't if that doesn't reach this threshold that they, I just want I just wish Dana was like we're gonna have a great show you know you know or something maybe he didn't set the bar that high maybe because it's us we see the big rounded number 100 I mean I'd have to, I'm sure the 100 and 200 shows are great I mean I'm gonna pull it up and I'm sure they'd be whatever looking at the card now is a solid card it's an, it's I mean, an amazing it's card a, it's a really good card I mean I just you know, maybe we put too much value on these big numbers that they have to be these end-all, be-all shows, you know. It's unfortunate that the UFC puts on way too many damn events that guys are booked or recovering from injuries, recovering from whatever, that they can't they can't give us these, you know, blockbuster shows on all these major event ones because due to, due to too many damn events, just the cycle's rough i mean i think they could they try to do a decent enough job to but less shows means you know, less opportunities for people to fight to less opportunity right. you know what i mean which i mean that's right. look that's uh with bellator you know cutting a lot of fighters yep. because they're they're whittling down their roster and only doing eight events yep. i mean it's hard out there right now with one championship re, you know really doing more submission grappling muay thai and kickboxing yeah. and mma there's not a lot of high level spots right now man the number of the number of open so i know when people talk about oversaturation and there's too much usc Think about what you're saying. If you're arguing about fighter pay all the time and you're saying it needs to be better, then you want shows every week. You want two shows a week. You want three shows a week because you want these people to have as many opportunities to fight as possible so that you know there's as many slots as, as possible because yeah. – you know, it's just it's it, with less fights, it's less opportunities. Do you think they started going to multiple title fights, just not so much to make this particular card stand out from other cards, but also just in terms of the reps, the availabilities of events to put them on? That if they only put one title fight on a pay per view, would they have enough pay per views to get to them all? Like they wouldn't, right? They wouldn't. No, you need to do two. And I think the other thing about <laughs> doing two is that um, you got yourself a backup if you lose a title fight. True. You know what I mean? Then you at least still have a title fight. You don't yeah. end up with a pay per view without a title fight. Yeah, because I felt like I remember at one point it just felt like they backed themselves in a the corner because they started putting so many title fights on an event on a pay per view, and it was just like, what are you going to do when you don't have one? And then yep. we felt like they were starting to, you know, give us these interim title fights and all these like little other things just to be like, see. We still got a title fight on there. But now the BMF, that's a title fight that's now. A title you fight. Know? So it's like, that's a uh, okay. <laughs> it's interesting. But, yeah, I mean, 298, 299, 300 are looking up to be some really, really good cards. But it would be interesting. But, yeah, I just wanted to know what your take was because I felt like a lot of people um, were just giving 300 a lot of grief. That, um, um, But maybe, maybe it was warranted because Dana set the bar so high and was talking so highly about it that once it started playing out, people were like, Okay, you, you promised us the the the, the stars and you, you gave us the moon. You know, yeah, right. You're, it's not you're, enough. You're out there. Yeah, but not quite out there. I like know? it. I, I think I think people were asking too much. And again, there's still time to pull a rabbit out of a hat. So we'll see. I mean, DDP Izzy would be a 
would be a uh, you know a, a great one as well. And that would be. Um, we'll see. We'll see what they come up with. And the timeline works. Timeline works. Uh, all right, Saturday's event. Uh, like I said, uh, Roman Dolice, Nasruddin Imamov. Uh, you know, big fight in the middleweight division. Uh, Nasruddin Imamov, I was actually, I think, surprised to see. He's a slight favorite, according to the odds makers. Um, I think you said you were kind of having some second thoughts as well. That you I went switched with my vote first. because of talking to you guys. But, yeah, I was I was going Nasruddin at first. I mean, I, his size. I mean, I was looking back at some of his past he's fights. He's huge. huge. He's huge. Both of them are huge. Both of them are huge. But, yeah, Imamov's a big boy. Um, they're both big guys. I just liked uh, liked what Delize was sort of his mindset today. I thought it was just Really good. Came off really, really good. Yeah. yeah so I was in. so I I switched my vote. I said <laughs> I switched my vote because I said he seemed very, very focused, and I know he's got babies to take care of. So <laughs> I was like, wow. I was like, he's gonna go out there and really try. Wow. He's you. he's got some babies to take care of. Look at you, <laughs> just throwing it out there. Hinato uh, Moicano is a slight favorite to Drew Dober. Um, like I said, I, I think this is going to be a spectacular That's fight. Be a good one. Uh, I thought believe these two guys were great at media day today. Yeah. Uh, Drew Dober um, is uh, – I, I don't know how you can't be – like h- how you're not a Drew Dober fan. Like yeah. the dude is well-spoken, super nice, just, I mean, polite, energetic. He's like a, a Sage Northcutt-esque, you know, maybe not all the way that way. But with the fighting skills? But but <laughs> but, but with the knockout record in the yeah. U.S., he's lightweight. I mean, he's the real yeah. – he, he's exciting, right? I mean, he's yeah. the real deal. Uh, so I don't know how you don't like Drew Dober. And, man, Hinato Moicano – Good Lord. He, he sat there today, and, and, and I, I loved what he was talking about. If, if he didn't get a chance to watch his media day, go check it out. Um, you know, he's, he's talking about, uh, you know, how, like, he you know, he, he's starting to relate to the public now more and, and how, you know, he's using his English skills, and now he's, you know, growing up in the, in the whole game and understanding the business aspect of everything yep. and talked about how that actually – made the entire fighting process more free for him because yep. he used to realize you know it used to be like life or death if you if you yeah. if you if you win That's or so not crazy. and yeah. then he's like now I realize it's just a business and you know yep. whatever so um I, I don't know yeah, I, I thought both in. these guys were great yeah I, I did and it's you know it's funny because I mean I did pick Dober in this one but um and that's no sight for McConnell because I, I think McConnell is just a badass. I think part of it's just because my affinity for what Dober is bringing. Oh yeah, and the, man. And, you know he, he comes out there. You know what you're going to get from him. I love the way he's been talking about his family. I mean, you're talking about a guy that talks about highly of his like his wife and his kid. He was giving his wife all this great praise today, yep. and I was like, how can you not like the guy? But Moicano, man, he's like Moicano time, like version 2.0, man. This he's he's coming at it so differently than what I remember when we first saw him, and his mindset is just. Incredibly, it's so focused. But he I went, love everything that he's like saying, and he's like, you know what you're gonna get when it comes to this fight. Like yep. the dude just brings it, man. Um, but I, man, I love his mindset. And, I thought and, he went from I thought he went from money Moicano to motivational Moicano today, woo. bro. You know, what I, mean? <laughs> I know I was certainly motivated to see that fight afterwards, yep. man. And it, and I liked too. They both were very respectful of each other. I mean, I love the fact that you can have two guys that are fighting super high level there. You know, are gonna go out there and try to smash the shit out of the other one. Yep. But have a lot of respect for each other. You know, it was just healthy, good banner, giving respect to each other, and you know what you're going to get. You know, like neither one of these guys needs to hate their opponent to go out there and, and bring the best out of them. No, you know? and, that's going to be fireworks. I think it's a killer coming event. It's going to be a banger, and it is. You know, it does have an impact in the rankings as well. Yeah, Randy Brown versus Muslim Salikov. These guys were great as well. Randy Brown believes this fight better have a uh, an impact in the rankings as yeah. well. He's like, hey man, I need to be fighting ranked opponents. Um, when I win here, I will. Randy, same thing. Had a lot of praise for moves from Salikov. You know, said yeah. I like his style. I know some people may not 
know him that well, but I've been watching him forever. I love his style, and I think this is going to be a lot of fun, and I tend to agree with him. I think I think the top of this card is, is going to be fireworks. I'm a little um, – Vivian Arujo and Natalia Silva, they were great as well. Again, both using Translators Day. Um, but I, well, I take that. Natalia Silva was speaking in English, though, but she yep. was getting the questions translated. Um, but she was speaking in English. So, uh, and she did a good job. And she did a very good job at it. So uh, good to see her doing that. Vivian Arujo, respectful as always. But, you know, she had a couple setbacks. But she, you know, reminds people, hey, she's still still up at the top of the division. Um, so we'll see how that fight plays out. The one that got me going that I wasn't expecting to be going on, Molly McCann and Diana Belvita, both of them. Yeah. Interesting, <laughs> interesting in their ways, right? I mean, obviously – uh, I think most MMA fans are fans of Diana Belbita, uh, Belbita. Um You know, uh, I, I think most are, are, like to follow her career. But, you know, she was great. She was super well-spoken. But it was interesting, right, because she said and, – and she had posted that, you know, like I kind of needed a break and now I'm back. Um, and then today she said, like, I thought I was done. And then they reached out to me with this fight and it was a rematch. And I was like, hell yeah, I want that rematch. And I said, yeah, let's go. She's like, but before that, I kind of thought I was done fighting. And then we're like, well, okay, so but now you're you're, you're back all the way? And she's like, no, I don't know. Like, uh, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. I, we'll see after this. I, I might be done. There's other things I can do in my life. There's other things I can do in my career. And uh, and so maybe I'm not – but it was. But she was saying, like, this is going to be a phenomenal fight. Like, we both love to go stand and trade. We're going to throw down. But it was just interesting to hear her say, like, I'm not sure I want to keep doing this. Meanwhile – Molly McCann, the exact opposite, right? Yeah. Where she's like, and it was actually kind of funny because uh, Belbita was one of the first people we talked to, and she talked about Molly, and she said, "I know this is going to be a tough fight because I think Molly has grown tired of trying to just be a star, and now she's focused on really being a fighter, right?" And then Molly was one of the last people we saw, yep. and she kind of came in and said exactly that, one hundred. You know, she's like, "I don't, uh, you yep. know, this was great, but." And, and I love what she said, you know, I was fighting for the fans and I'm trying to get this raw, raw, and yeah, yep. let's go. She's like, no, 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 I'm fighting for me now. Yep. This is my dream and I've had some setbacks and I know why it was. It was because I was in the wrong division. Yep. And I've made the sacrifices to be in the right division. I'm going to do it now. So a different Molly McCann than we've ever seen before yep. in there today. I liked this. But I liked, I liked it. I liked it too, right? Yeah. I liked I it I like the old boisterous, like crazy Molly that you would see when usually when she do the rounds with Patty, but with like Patty. this one was much more mellowed out, reserved. Granted, she was cutting weight and wasn't happy about how she had a like, what was it, two hundred carbs uh, a day yeah. or whatever. Which I just did a quick search earlier. I was like, you know, how much do you need to, you know, carbs should you eat if you're trying to lose weight or whatever? And it said like, uh, like one or like one point eight grams per like pound of body weight or whatever or something. So at two hundred grams of carbs, that would be like equivalent of like a hundred pound person right you know and like so she's she but i thought the way she handled herself she didn't seem i mean you could definitely tell like she had done some change because she didn't look sunken she in looked, but she looked a lot she didn't look bad out. she just looked lean she looked very very lean she looked like she's done it well she was smiling happy and i think the alcohol was a big one too she said she pulled back on the alcohol and she doesn't think she's gonna stop forever but you know maybe for the special occasions but that does a big thing too, like cutting back the alcohol. She gave you some props. She's like, Ooh. she's like, I'm doing stuff, and you're doing stuff. She's like, look at you, you know. She's very nice. Um, very nice. But dude, yeah, I mean, like she came in, and it just felt like not that I don't want to say mature because I don't want to say like what she was doing before it made her seem immature, just like partying because that was the Molly that I think we first all saw and fell in love with because of that energy. But she had the great energy, would talk all a great game, but then she would go out there and do it in the ring. 
And then you're like, how can you not love it? This one I loved because it was just like more matured. She was focused on a career. She was realizing, you know, like maybe I was playing up to the fans mm-hmm. too much, but I realized now it's about me. Like at the end of the day, who who needs to be happy? And that's me, you know, not trying to just worry about, you know, what people are going to say and trying to be the clown or whatever. And I thought that growth and just maturity was awesome. And I thought she was just so she she it felt like before when she had maybe had a lot to say, she was wouldn't couldn't get that out because she was too caught up in the moment of being like the class clown or whatever and enjoying it. But mm-hmm. like today, I felt like we got to see the other stuff that had been under there, yeah. but was being covered up by just that boisterousness, you know, and just being loud and whatever. So I love the mindset. I lo- I'm even more excited about the fight. Just I hearing those two. That one, that one got me more excited. I'm I glad was, they brought him. Not that I they wasn't weren't even excited. supposed to, because that was deep. That's well, I think it's the pre. The, well, see, here's what the feature prelim. So it's yeah, the it's feature prelim. prelim. Yeah, it was the feature prelim. I will say I'm sad because I'm looking at the card here. And my man Chuck Buffalo, Charlie Racky, is on the main car, but we didn't get to speak to yeah. him today. And Urbina's I another fun one, too. Yeah, Urbina's a fun one as well. So that could be an absolute banger. Um, we got Blake Builder from the CFSD on there as a yeah. slight underdog as well against John Young Lee. Timba Garimbo is back against Pete Rodriguez. Charles Johnson's there. I mean, so I'm telling you, I understand. I think what you said is true and, and what I said is true, like, on the one hand – you know, the break, everybody was enjoying the break. On the other hand, we got these massive cards coming up. And I get it. Delice, delete, like, Delice would not say a bad word. In fact, he was, like, point, you know, kind of chastising other middleweights for for, for saying, for talking shit. And he's yeah. like, I'm not going to. He's like, I will always say. He's like, I was ta- I was brought up to mean that words mean something. Yeah. You know, think yeah. twice about what you say. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, it's it, it, you're, you're, otherwise your words do not carry any weight whatsoever if you do not have true meaning behind them. I mean, yeah. so, and, and uh, Nasruddin is, you know, not obviously foreign language, not a big trash talker. Yeah. So this is not like the big, like, oh, man. It, it's so weird, right? Because if you, I mean, I know this sounds weird. Like, I, I wonder almost, like, if Moicano and Dober were the main event, like, I wonder if, like, people would have a different feel about this this car. I think, you know, once we went through know. the day and once you look at some of these matchups, I, I think it's going to be a, a fun card. Now, is, yeah. it, is it UFC 298, 299, or 300? No. Of course it's not. But I think there's some fun matchups, and I think the media day kind of helped me to get a little bit uh, more far. Yeah. Like, I definitely think the Delize and Imovov is definitely probably the better play between the Moikan and Dover, it just is. in terms of just like the rankings. Immediate and stuff. title implications. Immediate implications and stuff. But I mean I definitely would have been a good good fight card. I mean good card even without if you subtracted the main event, I think the card would still be good. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah. I did like the, I don't know if you picked it up like with Molly, uh, just the last thing about Molly. People are always like, oh, I hate Apex shows. I hate this and that. And then they're like, oh, the media never asks these crazy, like, hateful questions. They, or I call them hateful questions when they're like, why didn't you find this shitty thing about them and make them cry or do whatever? Like, you're always uh, throwing softballs. I'm like, bro, I'm just, we're getting what we need to get. But I'm also like, I don't care if I get, like, something that, I don't need the fighter to ball and tell me this, or I don't need to no. make the fighter feel like shit. So I loved when Molly was like, <clears throat> I like this. I like being here. She's like, it feels good to walk into a room with like people I've seen like a ton of times and it feels safe. It feels like home. Yep. And I was like, in my back of my head, I was like, yeah, fuck all you people that fucking hate the apex and hate the media tossing softballs. My job is not to make you happy because I make some fighter feel like shit or whatever. The fact that the fighter came in was like, I feel at ease right now. I feel at home. It's good to see your guys' faces, like being with friendly faces. 
it's not our job to be their friends and we're not like out there trying to be buddy buddy with them but i appreciate the fact that it's an environment where they know they can come they they have to do the media rounds but yes it should feel like a safe like comfortable spot where you can talk about shit and not feel like Oh, I'm walking into a war zone. Oh, I don't want to do media day because I know when I walk in this they're room, gonna me. they're going to attack me. So I thought it was awesome that she said that. And when she when, and how when, open was you know, she about everything? Everything. Everything. That's that's the thing. Is, I think you don't so have true. to you don't bully have to be it out of people. Dude. You don't have to be combative. Yes. You can still ask about stuff without you being make a jackass them feel comfortable. They will feel comfortable to tell you about their lives and about what's going on in their heads. And and she was saying everything. So, yeah, I just thought, I don't know. I don't no, know if you heard point. it when she said it because yeah, when she yeah. did, I was like, dude, I was like, that feels awesome. I'm like, one, we, oh, how many fucking times we're in this room and not, how many events we've done. The hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds yeah. of events. You know what's funny you know? is we – I think both of us, like, always enjoy this job because it's like the fact that we, we – like, neither one of us is the kind of guy that wants to go sit in a cubicle. Yeah. But, like – we kind of sit in a cubicle because yeah, <laughs> we sense. do so many days in that it's, room it's and ridiculous. we're in the same seat every time. Yeah. Like <laughs> They now recognize my car. Like probably you saw me too when I was pulling in today, like uh, Joe at the, at the, the, in the booth was just like already yeah, waiting. And I was like, like, bro, you haven't even seen my face yet. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is getting bad. But I just thought that was nice. You know, I just thought it was like, I was like, good. I mean, the last thing I want. Um, is like somebody to be like, oh, okay, oh, hey, it's that dick. It's yeah. that guy that just always trying to get something for his Instagram or whatever. I mean, I'll be the first to say I'm not I'm not a journalist. I'm not a reporter. I'm a video producer. I'm a video shooter. I'm a shooter. I'm a videographer is what I call myself. I just happen to do interviews along the way and talk to people, you know. So my goal is to not find some of the most sensational bullshit to send you as much as like maybe uh, an outlet or media people would want. So the fact that somebody was like, you know, hey, it feels good to be able to come here and talk with you guys and not feel like I like that way I that mean, I'm that I'm be. you know, and I think going to be attacked. You know, so you, it made me feel good about it. Like, at least the group there. No, like, I agree. we'll ask the questions if it needs to. Yes, but I don't need every day. And we even talked about you know some of the chatter that's happened beforehand when people are like, why don't you ask about the fighter pay? Why don't you this? All those questions have been asked over and over and over again. Do we need to revisit that every, every event? Time. No. Do we really? Because then, then you're gonna shit that. That's all we ask. <laughs> you know. At all some I point. say is, if you don't like it, you can take it up with my boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> all right, listen. Uh, we are uh, back in the swing of things. It was good. Like I said, first media day in, in over two months, man. That's crazy. For it you. felt good to be back for me. Yes. Uh, I will be there. Ne- what are you talking? You're skipping next week, man. I don't want to hear about that's it. That's true. And then I'm skipping uh, Anaheim remember, as well. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Is, cause that, you cause got that, the, is that the week after? That's that? the week after. Yeah. Because yeah, you, like pl- you got in town. The, the plans before that. I'm actually as funny as it is that uh, I had, I'm doing the same thing. I'm actually gonna fly in the next day because I'm not. I'm not gonna stay down in Anaheim the whole time. So yeah. I'm actually gonna. I'm actually gonna fly back and forth because it's cheaper. Than, uh, than hotel. Than a hotel. Hotels are expensive. Yeah, dude. Like, uh, so to fly to Santa Ana slash John Wayne, like the one that's like by Anaheim. Yeah. Frontier and Spear were like fifty bucks round trip. That's nothing. So rather than play, rather than pay for a hotel, that's crazy. I'm just gonna fly an Uber. So I'm gonna. It's very different from the Miami trip that's coming up. Oh, bro, that one's crazy. I'm that's doing ridiculous. The hotels that, are ridiculous. I'm not even doing, so. That one's a funny one too. So I mean, obviously we'll talk about it again that, but two nine nine, CFFC is in Tampa. Uh, on that same weekend, so same thing. I'm not, I'm not gonna do the media day, but I'm gonna fly Thursday, do the press conference, and then fly to Tampa, 
check into my hotel in Tampa. The show on Friday. Do the show on Friday. And then fly back. And then fly <laughs> Saturday to Miami, do the show, and then fly back to Vegas. And so I'm not wow. getting a hotel room in Miami either wow. day. Who's gonna be my translator down there? If you're not there. Have to oh, find yes. somebody. You got to find somebody who knows a little Spanish. They Miami's speak, they funny. Speak, they don't speak no English down there. I was Somebody's just, like, is that true? I was like, bro, outside of the dive bar I went to, everywhere else was Spanish. Uber drivers, the restaurants I went to, I was like, just, all yeah, Spanish. I was just down there for that press conference, and uh, my server one night was like, like none, like zero yeah. English, like just all like somebody they'll tried, always speak Spanish first. Yeah, well, somebody tried to tell me they're like, "Are you sure they're not just playing r- hard with you and like they're they just don't want to speak English?" No. I was like, "Bro, no!" Like I, you could see it in their eyes whether or not they're choosing not to speak yeah. English as opposed to like I don't that's, have that's English in my arsenal. You know, it's crazy. It's, it's one of the most unique cities in, it's in all the United States, man. My, beautiful, beautiful people. Like the food's good, but it's oh, like, it. boy, you got to speak some you Spanish no to get Spanish. around. Got yeah, no yeah, little Spanish. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you got Danny Segura around there to to to, to get well, see, you. See, I'm screwed because I ain't keeping him around. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just shot. kidding, dude. Shots fired. Shots fired. All right, we appreciate everybody that listens to us. Like I said, if you can take a second to rate us, review us, leave us feedback, we would certainly appreciate that. If you want to take your game to the next level and support us over at Patreon.com/slash The MA Roadshow, we would definitely, definitely, definitely appreciate that. And we really, truly appreciate each and every one of you who already do. You are the greatest people on earth. Glad to be back. Start of some media days. Not all of them, but some of them again. <laughs> I still got other stuff scheduled, but when well, I can be there. There's plenty enough events in a row here. I think you, you'll, you'll get some media days. I'll, I'll get some. I'm going to miss Anaheim and Miami. But, but you know what? Honestly, like those media days, uh, you don't need me there anyway. There's like there's like 50 reporters. Today there were like yeah. five. You know what I mean? So if I, can, yeah. if I can help out with those fight night ones, try to make them a little interesting, I'll do that. So anyway, all that's coming up. Uh, like I said, check out CFFC Match Day. This Friday night, if you haven't seen any college wrestling whatsoever, uh, check it out. Your boy will be on the mic. I'm actually pulling double duty, so I will do the pre-production work in the truck that I've been working on. But during the live event, I will switch to the booth wow. and do commentary. So now, fancy. how many people you know that do that, huh? Pre-production on graphics and then step over to play-by-play? That's the only one I know of. Let's go. Hopefully I do okay. Uh, I, I, I've, be, I've become very, very passionate about college wrestling. Uh, I will still not pretend to be half the uh, knowledgeable man that Shane Sparks is, but uh, since he can't be there, I'm honored to get a chance to fill in. So check that out on Fight Pass this Friday night, and then I'll be back for the the show on Saturday, and I will see you there. And uh, we'll uh, talk about it afterwards on the and a half episode at patreon.com slash Joe. In the meantime, thanks for listening. <laughs>